Would you like to 10X your productivity and stop feeling so overworked and overwhelmed? Welcome to the Extreme Productivity Podcast with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Welcome everyone to the Extreme Productivity Podcast. This is Kevin. Um, what are you working on these days? <laughs> Hopefully you're working on it with focus and that you're extremely productive. That's my wish for you. I've been putting in mega hours on a, uh, a new webinar called Three Secrets of Ultra Productive Business Owners. It's going to be this uh, free one-hour webinar that I'm going to be putting on each week for, of course, business owners, entrepreneurs, and um, eventually, um, like initially, I'm only going to target people with Facebook ads. You probably won't even know about it. Eventually, I'm going to open it up to my email newsletter subscribers. So make sure you're on that list if you're at all interested. Um, and um, it's amazing. I've probably put in, I mean, 40 hours of work on the slides, probably more for a one hour presentation. But I think it's time well spent. Hey, in the last episode, we talked about how to solve the five deadly meeting sins. And in this episode, we are going to just remind ourselves of the most important asset that we have, how to protect it. So this is really a refresher. It's just a reminder, but a critical one. So, you know, take a minute and think about the things that you value most in life. What's most important in life? Most important things. I mean, you're probably going to rattle off family, friends, health, money. I mean, maybe if you're a fan of the show, you would add something else into that answer. But most people say, oh, my friends or money or, you know, health is most important. But I think ultra successful people actually put time as the number one item. And why is time more valuable than health? Well, I mean, health is way up there. I think it's probably number two. But we can get sick. We can get really sick. And we can regain our health. You know, we can um, um, have a big influence on getting our health back or losing our health through certain behaviors. Money, of course, listen, we can lose all our money and make it back again. People do that all the time. You can earn more money. Friends are important. I love friends. We all need uh, friends in our life. And yet, you know, how many of our closest friends back in college do we, you know, no longer even keep in touch with? <laughs> how many people were in your actual wedding party that you haven't talked to in 10 or more years? Um, you know, yes, friends are awesome and are so valuable. And yet we can lose friends and get new ones that kind of replace that spot in our life. What about love? What about our husbands and wives? You know, Yes, I know your spouse means the world to you, and this is really cold, but you know, 50% of married people, at least in the United States, end up divorced. And a lot of those divorced people, you know, find a new love of their life, a new husband or wife. So even your spouse, it sounds so cold, but you know, people do replace their spouses. But time. It's a whole different thing. You can never lose time and get it back again. 
You cannot spend time and then go out and earn more of it. You can't buy time. You can't rent time. You can't borrow time. Use it wisely and enjoy the benefits. Squander it and it is just gone forever. You know, time is really the great equalizer, I say. You know, some people are born rich, others are poor. You know, some people, uh, you know, end up with Ivy League degrees. Others are high school dropouts. Some people are genetically gifted. You know, they're athletes, they're tall, they're handsome, they're good looking. And then there's others like me. (laughs) But regardless of, you know, who we were born to and our DNA and all this other stuff, time is the great equalizer. We all have the same number of minutes in a day. Think about how much attention you give to your money. You know, we work so hard to make our money. We track our money. You know, I see all the time people with, um, you know, like their stock portfolio. It's an app on their phone. And every day, several times a day, they're looking, you know, did, is the stock market up half a percent? Did it drop 2%? Did I just make $500 today? Did I just lose $10 today? I mean, they're like obsessed with the, the comings and goings of their money, um, you know, on a, on an hourly basis, you know, we, you wouldn't leave your wallet sitting out, you know, uh, you know, just for anybody to get, you wouldn't give your ATM card to a stranger. You wouldn't hand out wads of cash to strangers. And yet we do all of those things with our time. We routinely let people steal our time, even though it's more valuable than money. So this podcast, every episode is dedicated to a new idea on how we can protect our time, get more out of our time, experience time more. But for the next couple of minutes, I mean, I will just remind you of some of the core things. You know, over and over again, I do surveys. I just did an event where there were over 100 CEOs in the audience and they did. It was a little one of these uh, audience response systems where they clicked on a remote control answering questions. And when it came to the number one thing that interrupts, you know, their time, it was virtually a tie, you know, meetings and email. So meetings are notorious time killers, you know, and I just did an episode on that. You know, they start late, they're poorly run, you know, they end without really a clear outcome. This was the famous line Mark Cuban told me when I was writing the book, never take a meeting unless someone is writing you a check. (laughs) Now, we, not, we don't have the same control as a billionaire Mark Cuban, but, you know, if you're sitting in a meeting and discover you don't really need to be there, just excuse yourself and leave. If you can't, because, you know, your boss is the one running the meeting and he's running it poorly, do what you can to be a change agent, to remind people, you know, hey, this really interesting tangent we're on, but given that we only have 15 more minutes... You know, I'd just like to suggest we come, we, we put that idea in the parking lot, as they say, and we go back to the main question uh, at hand. If it's done with tact, your boss and the people in the room will actually appreciate you getting everyone back, um, you know, onto the primary goal, the primary task and making the most use of the time. Email, it's usually number one or number two for most people. And um, the, the real problem is that, We get so much email that when we have bad habits, 
we respond like Pavlov's dog every time our phone dings or vibrates with a new message. You know, we stop what we're doing and we jump to the phone. Study by the University of California in Irvine estimates that it can take upwards of 20 minutes to regain momentum following an interruption. Now, 20 minutes sounds like a long time, but whether it's three minutes or 20 minutes, we know that you you cannot maintain a flow state. You cannot get into that peak productivity if every three minutes you're reading some email message or text message that's coming in on your phone. The most successful people know that that temptation is hard to control. So they just shut their phone off. They shut email off and they only process email. They only process social media at certain times of the day. A third and last thing for this episode that I want to remind everyone is, you know, basically time thieves. And um, this is hard because often our time is stolen and we do it willingly because we want to be helpful. We want to be approachable and helpful to others. But we need to remember, what is the magic number? I'm looking at the sticker right on my computer monitor right now. One, four, four, zero. There's only 1,440 minutes in a day. How can you help others while achieving your own goals and priorities? You know, so it doesn't mean you have to be a jerk. It doesn't mean you have to say no to everything or a hermit. But instead of a wide open door policy... Maybe you just have set office hours where, you know, between four and five o'clock every day, your door is always open. Or maybe Fridays are the day that you're going to walk around and be accessible and everybody knows it's a good time to catch up. Um, There's side benefits to restricting access to, you know, if you're a manager, you have team members. A lot of people are, are looking at the research showing that a fully open door policy uh, fosters dependency. You know, you want team members that are going to be problem solvers and risk takers. You know, you don't want them to feel they have to run things by you every single time. Um, you know, I got a friend who pre-allocates. He'll, he'll meet with anybody. He will help strangers, but he decides. I think it's one hour a week. He's scheduled a, a time block and he will give that time away freely for to all those you know, hey, can I buy you a cup of coffee? Hey, can I pick your brain? You know, he'll say yes, but as soon as that one-hour time slot is full, they bounce to the following week and the following week. He's probably, you know, scheduled several weeks in advance, if not months. But if someone wants his time, it's there. He's not saying he won't help. They just need to sort of get in line. So the time thieves are everywhere, and the idea is just... If they're strangers, if it's really advancing someone else's agenda and does not align with your own goals, then use some of these ideas as a way to, to, uh, to combat them. Okay, I'm sure you know that this podcast is based on my best-selling book, 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management. You do know that, right? <laughs> it has over 200 five-star reviews on Amazon. It's doing great. I think you should grab a copy. Heck, grab two, one for yourself and someone you care about. You know, like that spouse who is the, okay, maybe second most important thing in your life. (laughs) Don't tell them I didn't say, don't tell them I told you they're not number one. (laughs) Grab a copy because this book sums it all up. People email me every day that it has literally changed their life. I think it can do the same for you. Until next week, remember, master your minutes, all 1,440 of them, to master your life.
Hey, if you like this podcast, you're going to love the LeadX Academy at leadx.org. If you didn't know, LeadX is actually my company, and we have dozens of video-based courses that are designed to help you to achieve your full potential. And I personally teach you courses via video like how to cure procrastination, how to stop time thieves, how to cut your email inbox traffic in half, how to get to inbox zero with the 4D habit, how to minimize your meeting time, and how to maximize your focus and energy and so much more. And every month we're adding new courses, new webinars, and new resources. You could check it all out, no cost. There's a free trial at leadx.org. Until next week, remember, we all have the same 1,440 minutes a day. Master your minutes to master your life.